0: Let us pray. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose, and rebuked the winds, and the sea; and there was a great calm. Matthew 6:26. Peace, be still. In the same way that Jesus spoke these words over the waves and the storm, I too speak these words over the storms in my life peace be still. When others come to me to bring up the magnitude of the storm I may be facing, I will in all boldness remind them of the magnitude of my God. For there is nothing that I can't conquer, because Jesus who lives inside of me has already conquered this world and every trouble in it. No matter the demonic attack around me, I will not be moved when I am standing face to face with Satan and his traps. Because of Jesus and his sacrifice, I now possess more power than the darkest of enemies. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that I am set free and that I also have the power to point people to you and your absolute freedom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Continue listening for an incredible Bible story brought to you by BibleInAYEAR.com.
1: The Storm Within. In our last story, Jesus told parables on the Kingdom of Heaven. He told earthly stories with heavenly implications. His disciples were greatly impacted by the seemingly backwards kingdom of God. Now we see Jesus showing his might and power. The same voice that spoke the universe into existence will calm storms and defeat over a thousand demons with just a word. Inspired by the Gospels.
2: This is your moment. Your time to shine. Your comeback. Hello and welcome to the Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham. In our last episode, we heard Jesus teaching about the things of heaven, God's mercy, and the incorruptible value of the kingdom of God. The disciples marveled at their master's words of wisdom and insight, desiring more for understanding of the things of God. Today, we'll see as Jesus once more with only his words, rebukes the seas and waves, bringing calm and safety into a place of fear and despair. We'll see the same power over the waves demonstrated against the evil spirits that held a man captive as Jesus calls out demons who shudder at the sound of his voice. So let's listen now to the reading of God's word.
1: Dark clouds rolled in from the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Jesus looked upon the waters towards the other side, The mountains could be vaguely seen about five miles across the sea. They were dark and ominous. There were rumors of a violent demoniac dwelling in the caves on the other side. Let us go to the other side, Jesus said confidently. So the twelve disciples and Jesus boarded Peter's fishing boat. The skies grew darker as the clouds became thick. The gentle breeze of the sea became more and more violent. Peter, James, and John knew what was coming. They were fishermen and knew all the signs of a tempest. Jesus, being weary from a day of serving and preaching, went below to sleep. The winds tore against the sails. There was a sharp whistle coming from the north and south of the sea. The two winds collided against one another in the middle of the waters. It was as if the disciples were caught in the middle of a cosmic war. The waves thrashed and the rain began to drum against the boat. James and Andrew leaned both their bodies against the rudder to keep it in place as Peter and John tied in the sails. The others desperately emptied the boat of water, but to no avail. The ship would sink in minutes if the wind and rain did not cease. Jesus was still sleeping soundly at the bottom of the boat. Simon looked down at Jesus, astonished that someone so powerful could sleep through such a nightmare. Master! he yelled. The boat was jolted by a wave, and Simon was sent tumbling into the side of the boat. He crawled to the small space where Jesus was sleeping and shook him awake. Master, do you not care that we are perishing? Jesus looked, stood up, and walked towards the front of the boat. The wind howled like a mighty titan. The disciples were tossed all around the boat from the waves, but Jesus' feet were sturdy as he marched. The wind whipped at his back and the rain fell down like gravel. Jesus looked at the storm like an adversary. The waves were relentless and smashed against the bow to rock Jesus overboard. God's hero stood firm. He stretched out his hand and said, Hush now! Be still! He spoke to the wind and waves like disobedient children. Like a lion finally tamed, the wind and waves subsided and calmed. The sun peered in through the dark clouds and the sea became still as glass. The scattered rays of light fell on Jesus' face. He closed his eyes and breathed in deeply. Jesus turned back to his disciples and said, Where is your faith? The disciples could not answer him. They were dumbfounded by what they had just witnessed. They had seen Jesus heal the sick and turn water into wine, but they just saw him command the untamable wind and unbeatable waves. With a word, he made the rain cease. They thought they knew who Jesus was, but they had not even begun to scratch the surface. Peter released the sails and James took hold of the rudder. They sailed gracefully to the country of Gerasenes, which is opposite of Galilee. The boat came closer and the men could hear a deep, painful cry echo from the mountains above the shore. Its sound was blood-curdling, the sound of screaming mixed with broken chains rattling against stone. They pushed the boat onto shore, and Jesus stepped off to see a man running towards him. He was naked and screaming. Blood dripped down his mangled chest, and broken chains were still attached to his wrists and feet. He was like a rabid beast seeking prey, and the disciples began to run back to the boat. But Jesus stepped forward. As the beastly man leapt towards Jesus, he fell short with his face to the rocky sand. He yelled with intense pain. Sand and blood covered his naked body. His pupils were wide with rage and sadness. Tears fell down the man's face and he scowled at Jesus. Why do you come to me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? His voice was deep and piercing, but behind the voice was a man in great pain. He was possessed by a demon, so it was no longer him who spoke. He had a storm raging within him. What is your name? Jesus asked calmly. "'I am Legion,' the demon replied, "'for I am many.' The demon's attempt to intimidate Jesus failed. Jesus stepped forward, and the demon retreated backwards in fear. "'Do not cast me out into the nothingness,' Legion begged. Jesus nodded and gestured to a herd of pigs grazing on the side of the mountain. The man's body jolted backwards, and all of the sudden painful cries could be heard from the pigs above the mountain.' They ran in circles, eventually tossing themselves off the side of the mountain into the sea. When the pig herders saw this, they ran back into the city and gathered people to come and see. Jesus knelt down to the man's still body. He was breathing but unconscious. Jesus gestured for one of the disciples to bring water, and the man was restored to consciousness. They clothed him and fed him. When the pig herders came back with members from the city, they saw the man at Jesus' feet speaking his right mind jesus smiled and waved towards the group they approached him with pitchforks and swords please they said politely we see you have done a kind thing but do not come back here we want no more dealings with demons they did not understand who jesus was all they knew was that he had authority over demons the unknown frightened them the healed man begged jesus to take him in He wanted to join Jesus and follow him. Jesus smiled and gave the man a big hug. No, Jesus said warmly. You must stay here and tell everyone what has happened. Your testimony will change lives. As Jesus said these things, he waved the group and took off back to Galilee. The disciples were silent as they looked at Jesus. He stared at the horizon and the sun began its descent beyond the waters. Jesus had calmed a great and mighty storm before their very eyes. However, he was also able to calm the storm within. They marveled and thanked God that he had finally sent their promised hero.
2: We begin today on the Sea of Galilee, in a fishing boat where Jesus and his men have set sail for another shore. On the other side of this lake lie an opportunity for the Lord's power to be demonstrated in yet another astounding, amazing way. The disciples didn't know it, but Jesus knew exactly what he would do. Of course, they wouldn't have to wait for the next shore to see their master's power. Galilee was known for sudden squalls that would rise suddenly out of nowhere, and they could be deadly to unsuspecting fishermen caught in a storm. Not long after Jesus went to the back of the boat to rest, one of those storms arose. The clouds darkened, the skies and the wind whipped the boat to and fro like a rag doll. The disciples, many of them seasoned sailors, were terrified. They'd seen these storms before and how vicious they could be. Now they were caught in the middle of a raging sea and they panicked. It is, in fact, a picture of the storms of life, the realities of life. Disaster and danger often come unannounced, seemingly out of nowhere. And no matter how seasoned we are as followers of Jesus, Even then, fear can grip us and leave us paralyzed in those moments, just as it did the disciples. Jesus was sleeping. How could this be true, they wondered. They woke him and asked if he didn't care that they were about to die. Mark 4.39 gives us his response and what happened next. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. It is often easy for us to ask the same question the disciples ask. Lord, do you care? Do you care what's happening to me? Do you care what's happening around me? And our Lord still has the same power to speak into the storms of our lives, saying, peace, be still. In fact, we are promised in God's Word a peace that passes all understanding, an inexplainable, inexplicable peace that comes only from God. For the disciples— This peace meant that the waves and the winds, the storm, actually stopped and they were delivered. This, of course, is not always the case in our lives. Sometimes the storms we face can continue to rage, but God's voice, His loving peace be still, can calm the storms within us and give us confidence that He is with us and that He cares. With the seas under control, Jesus turned to His men and asked, Why are you afraid? Do you still not trust me? The disciples marveled at Jesus. They were beginning to see that there was no limit to his power. It excited and terrified them at the same time. They continued to sail to the other side, to a place called Gerasenes. This was enemy territory, both literally and spiritually. It was Gentile land, but it was also a place where a man lived among the tombs like an animal. He was filled with demons who tortured him daily and made his life a living hell. This man truly was a tragic and terrible sight. The depth of his demonization separated him from God. This was all caused somehow by his sin. He was far from God, far from other men, cut off. He was not in his right mind. He was completely alone and tortured by the enemy. But when he saw Jesus, the demons within him cowered in fear. Though many people could not recognize Jesus for who he was and is, Satan's army had no such confusion. The demons spoke to Jesus, asking why he had come. Even in their fallen state, these fallen angels, demons, could not help but call Jesus who he really was and is, the Son of the Most High God. Jesus responded and asked the demon's name, to which he responded, Legion, to indicate there were many evil spirits in this man. Jesus, once again, with just his words, called the demons out of the man, sending them into a herd of pigs that immediately hurled themselves off a cliff. This man was freed from his torture, but the pig herders weren't too thrilled at what they had lost. They begged Jesus to leave because they did not know who he truly was. The man, now delivered, clothed in his right mind, wanted to go with Jesus. But Jesus told him to stay and tell others what the Lord had done for him. And so the message of God's power to heal the most demonized and wicked heart spread throughout the Gentile region as well. Today's reading shows us, as it showed the disciples then, that Jesus has power to calm the storms of life, be they storms around us or storms within us. And as we are transformed by His Word, that we are called to share the good news of Jesus of what He has done for us. Let's always be ready to tell people just how good our God is and what He can do for all who will put their faith and trust in Him. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life, just like over 20 million people have done to this date. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you know and love, because by sharing This message of the Word of God, you can make an eternal difference in someone's life. And I want to encourage you to go to jackgraham.org. That's me at jackgraham.org. We have resources available to you. And we're also taking a trip, two trips next year, one to Israel leaving April the 1st, and then an Alaskan adventure and Bible study cruise in July of 2024. You can go to our website, jackgram.org, or Prestonwood, that's P-R-E-S-T-O-N-W-O-O-D.org, Prestonwood.org, for information about the trip to Israel and the cruise to Alaska. God bless you, and we look forward to joining you again the next time.
0: This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money, without sacrificing quality.